Rob, happy bid. Guys, nothing has changed for you. Can we be careful with that one? Motherfucker, sit down, shut up, stay in your own lane. I'm sorry. I didn't get that memo. This guy comes into your house as a guest and then takes a giant shit on your living room floor. I, I can't blame you because... After all this time, I should have just trusted you without saying. Kathy's got, got a jar, jar of peanut, peanut butter there, there somewhere. somewhere. Uh, the only way that dog could tolerate him. I'm too tall for that. Fuck, Fuck it. it. I don't give a shit. And there goes the monetization. Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. The fuck? Red evening. It's better than work. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Did you have fun? Yeah, I did. Hung out with the belly dancer and her family, and we had drinks, and we had food, and we played fucking card games and shit, you know, which is something I don't normally do. I'm not much of a, unless it's video games, which even then I haven't really been into that in a lot of years, but not really into card and board games, but her and her family are, and so fuck joined in all the fun on that, and we had a good time. So that was a good New Year's. Nice. How was yours? I went to Watson. Yeah. No. What'd you guys end up doing? Uh, we ended up working on the medieval scenery. Watch Jumanji, the no. like uh, '90s version. Yeah, the Robin Williams version. Uh huh. Yeah, '90s, right? Not yeah. '80s. No, 90s. it's it's like early '90s. Yeah. Yeah. Had burgers. Oh, I was gonna ask if you had burgers or if you had pizza. No burgers. We burgers. made them ourselves. Oh, homemade burgers. Best burgers. Mm. Yeah, and a couple of uh, ham and cheese croissants. Croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the French. <laughs> but have you been? I've been all right. This week at work was hell because of the holiday. And I, I'm telling you, my dispatcher is fucking incompetent. Today was the greatest example of it. Last night, I get back from route and look at today's route. And man, I was all fucking over the place. They got me going here, there, everywhere. And I said something to one of the bosses who was there. I was like, wow, big day. You know, I'm going from here to here to here to here to here and all over the place in between waiting to see what he would say. And he's just like, oh, sounds like you got a big day tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, you dopey motherfucker, you're useless. So I talked to the other boss this morning and was like, um, I mean, if this is how it needs to be, okay, but have you seen what's what's in store and he looked at it and he's like whoa ho, ho. no 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 starts looking at other people that are going to be in similar areas and we're crisscrossing each other and doing all this stupid shit and he's like no no that's not going to be your route i'm fixing it i'm fixing yours and these two other guys because yeah this is a joke so you know what would have been probably almost a 12 hour day turned into a nine hour day so it was pretty good hmm. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Nine hours with break? Yeah, that's with break. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Knowing you, like, that's from what you've told me is actually, like, pretty nice that you can oh, just, yeah. like, continue working and at the end of the day be like, oh, I didn't have my break. And then I have it. Oh, well, technically, policy wise, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to take it by a certain time. But the boss that actually knows how to fix shit, the guy who fixed all of our shit today, He's a little more of the, I understand when you get in a groove and you want to get shit done. And so if you want to hold off that shit to the end of the day, I don't care. Everyone else is like, oh no, you, you need to do it by this time. And I'm like, man, if I do it by this time, I'm a piece of shit. I don't want to go back to work. I want to go home, mm -hmm. you know? So just let me fucking finish my jobs and then I'll take all my breaks and shit and then come back and go home. It's oh, that I simple. Yeah, I always hated that so much. Like back in the call center days, luckily I knew the guy who did the planning. And every morning I'd walk up to him and he just knew, he's like, I'll handle it. Nice. I'll handle it. Because like we started at, time did you think it was eight? Yeah, we started at eight, I believe. I can't, I can't. Yeah, it was eight. And usually people had their break at like 9.30 or even already at nine. And I was like, Jesus. what the fuck? That's only one and a half hours. Like, yeah, let me, let me work a couple of hours at least. Oh, the day would last so freaking long if you had your break early on. Yep. So I always had it at 10.45. 
Yeah, about as late as because, you could drag it. Yeah, yeah, as late as I could drag it because they they had to because otherwise it would have been three hours and it wasn't allowed to be at three hours. But I'd always drag it out to like eleven. It's like, oh, sorry, had a call at uh, you know ten forty three. Right, and, and it uh, went oh, fifteen minutes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. always look at me like, but I mean, like I said, you can be a fuck up or an asshole. You can't be both. Nope, take and your I was pick. Just, I was just an asshole. And he took it later on. I think I did. I end up buying him something. I can't even remember. I do know at a certain point he got friends, mm -hmm. but those were the things I would pull. And even till this day, I have a bit of an issue with that. Like at the former warehouse job, it was even like I started having coffee breaks after one hour of work. I'm like, why? Why are you doing? And then they complained like, oh, you're not working fast enough. It's like fuck off, fuck right off. It's like mandatory breaks, which aren't even planned. Sorry about that. Ah. No, you're going to complain you're not working fast enough. It's like, fuck, fuck. Work <laughs> <laughs> culture in general, like, F off. And I know it's like 40, which one is that? In Mastery by Robert Greene, he mentioned it. He mentions it where it's like, nah, you got to like mold into office culture and blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, you're going to be in exile and you don't want that because then people are not going to judge you for your work. But like how you fit in the group. How blah, you blah, made blah. them feel. Mm-hmm them feel it's like you you can't excel at your job and you have to mold in and you can't mess up your job you have to be right in the middle it's like ah but you know what ah. dude that that's not just typical office culture okay i for a lot of years i worked in true office culture like you've done cubicle work all that you know there's about a even mix of men and women and i fucking hated it because of the politics okay and yet most of the jobs I've worked since that time, because the last time I worked an actual cubicle job was probably, let's see, 2000 to 2003. And then after that, I went back to the armored car industry, which is 99.9% .9 guys. Okay, there's there's only a two three women in that whole thing. Okay, and even my job now doing the 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 document destruction shit that I do, similar numbers like ninety plus percent guys and maybe like two three percent women, and yet guys are just as bad as women. The gossips and all the bullshit, because like every morning we get our in our little huddle. You know, we do our stretch circle and we got to talk about whatever the boss wants to talk about. We got to, you know, back slaps and high five everybody and everybody's got to be included. And I feel like I'm back in fucking fourth grade and I'm looking around and it's like I'm surrounded by a bunch of grown men. Well, at least biologically, you know, age wise, as many times as they've been around the sun. It's like you're all adults. Why aren't you fucking acting like it? Me, I'm like... Just tell me what I need to know and then let me go to work and leave me the fuck alone to do it. There's those you know? people who live for work instead of work to live. Oh, there's some of them, but some mm. of them are kind of like the assholes you see on social media. They're, they're, hey, look at me. I went to work. I did my job. I want some kudos. I want some likes and some comments. And I'm just like, you know what? I wish I could block you motherfuckers like I can on the internet. It's like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and go to work you know let me if you don't want to go to work fine don't go to work sit around and jerk off all day i don't care let me go to work you know i don't want to hang out and hear your stories about oh well i went to work today let me tell you about what i did it's like dude we all do the same fucking thing you did the same fucking thing i do shut up let me go to work it's not that hard just leave me alone let me go to work i don't want to hear your bullshit i don't care i, I baked a cake <laughs> yeah oh god <laughs> Uh, well, you did title the stream be, the cake of the year, so... I am going to be honest here. I am going to be honest. That video of that girl making that cake, in all honesty, look, she's busty. Whatever she's going to wear, it's going to show. Right. So, in all honesty, I'm like, uh, whatever. It's right. Like, whatever she would have worn. Hey, she, she had something a great rack. I, I, I'm not shitting on the fact that her tits were front and center. I I'm have a problem that she's doing it. Guys are going, ooh, boobies. And then she's like, how dare you? I'm making I'm a cake video, sir. And all her little cronies are jumping in going, yeah, you're a pig because you pointed out she has boobs. And that's the part that pisses me off. It's like, I don't care if you want to show me your tits. Show me your tits. But don't fucking shame me when I look at your tits. 
That's the problem not, I have. I'm not even going to go there. It's kind of like whatever she would have worn, it would have shown and things like that. But it's the whole backlash, like she's like I, like you mentioned. It's like when somebody points something out, she immediately turned into a raging bitch. Oh, yeah. Like, That's why she got the block. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Post photos of Rolo's family. Like, fuck off. Yeah, well... Uh, this just shows you what it was all for. It wasn't for the cake. It was all for clout. You oh, knew sure. what you were doing. Dude, you, everybody knew that because if she was being honest, okay, this is what I was saying last night on Let Them Burn, okay? It's what I wrote about on my blog post the other day, okay? I'd rather deal with a chick who's being honest that, hey, I'm here for likes and attention and maybe if you're generous enough, throw me a mo some money, okay? At least they're not going to shame me for looking at what they're putting out there, okay? They're gonna be honest. Yes, I'm here showing my titties. That's what I'm doing. I'm bouncing my boobs while I'm making my coffee, okay? She's trying to pretend, you know, she's being uh, pedantic or no, that's not the word. She's being disingenuous. That's what it is. Because she's, oh, I'm making a cake. And it's like, if it really was a cake video, because there were segments of that video where the camera was aiming down, looking into the bowl, okay? You couldn't see tits. You saw cake mix. Well, if it was really a cake video, if that was your honest intention, you wouldn't have been in the video. It would have just been your hands mixing ingredients. And I want to see that goes back to the age old meme of like men with a camera, object. Right, women with a camera. camera, them. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. But you know, like I said, I don't have a problem with her showing off her tits. It's like, by all means, she has a great set of tits. Just don't fucking shame me when I point out you have great tits. That's that's right. my that's my only beef. That's why I don't like these trad broads. It's like, oh, the guilt and shame shit's back. Fuck you guys. Uh, the, the trad broads are nothing more than the gamer girls. It is what is old is new again. Just uh, yeah, new but the gamer, but the gamer girls weren't shaming guys for pointing out they had tits. Some of them were. Were they? Some of them were, but it's it's. Um, I mean, I don't know. See, I don't follow gamer girls because. There's plenty of, you know, other outlets. If I want to see tits, I can see better. So, fuck it's, it. Uh, it's new packaging, same product. Uh, new it, packaging, it's, 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 same it's, product. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a new shiny veneer. All right. So, it's the same kiss the ring and bend the knee, only I we're packaging it with a new shiny veneer. Ah, fuck that shit. Yeah. And I mean, you can say about that what you want in this at this point and just like ignore it's like yeah whatever girls gonna be girls infiltrate spaces trad cons and then look at me i'm wholesome it's like okay cool i don't know you move along well like i said if if they don't want to guilt and shame or scold and want to show me tits rather they're tastefully covered up or they're letting it all hang out i'm gonna fucking stare at tits because tits are great but if they're <laughs> gonna fucking be disingenuous and you know do a, a bait and switch where it's like, here's tits, but don't you dare look at them, you disgusting pig. Now, fuck off. You're gone. You, you get no attention from me. You get the block. You know, I've already These been there. Evil. I've already been down this road. Fuck that shit. These evil red pillars and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't even care about that shit. Dude, evil. everyone's, what is the red pill? I, I liked it better when Chest and I think Ryan and a couple other guys said, what's rule zero? That to me is way more important than what is the red pill. That, that term has been so bastardized. Oh, yeah, it has. That really it, it literally has no meaning, kind of like sexist and racist. It means whatever you want it to mean nowadays. And all the trad yeah. cons are trying to take it over. Red pill means you're a protector and a provider and, and you provision. And it's like, oh, so the red pill is actually beta bucks. Okay. You know, that's what it's become. It's bastardized. It means whatever you want it to mean, which is where I've fallen back to rule zero. It's like, what is rule zero? And if they're, uh, uh, it's like, you don't know. Tradcons want you codependent. That's what I figured out. Probably. Bull Rush, how are yeah. you, buddy? Hey, what's up, Bull? They want you codependent is what I figured out. It's like everything goes through the lens of either your religion or the woman. And just, just keep on doing better. Just be better. Just be better. Whatever goes wrong. Isn't that pretty much the whole idea of the blue pill? Yeah. Hmm. So <laughs> going off of a guy a while back, I fuck, I can't remember his name now. Oh. It was one of one of Aaron Clary's guys. And I forget his fucking name now. I mean, it's not a real name, obviously. It's a, it's a handle. Red Sings the Blues? No, 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 no. I know who he is. No, I, I've talked to that guy. He's actually okay. Um, I've never talked to this guy, but I've heard his podcast. Like, 
the great old one or the great one or something like that. I, I fuck. I can't. Oh yeah. Well, the great one. Yeah, I, I think him. I think that's who it is. Anyway, I remember a while back. It was the time when uh, Roosh, fucking, when he lost his shit and found the God Pill. Okay, mm. and the Great One had a, this. Actually, it's one of the few podcasts I actually listen to because most of the time he's just doing a a poor rendition of Angry Aaron, is how I would mm. put it. He, he sounds a lot like Aaron, only Aaron's a little more... God, I hate saying this because he'll probably meme it or something, but Aaron's a little more charismatic, okay? This guy's not nearly. But he was doing his angry, you know, young man rant or whatever from where, wherever the fuck he does his podcast, you know, his living room or his basement or something. But it was when Roosh fell off and lost his fucking mind, okay? And he started talking about all the different pills, you know, and he was talking about, you know, well, first you go through the blue pill, which is basically you have all these fantasies, you know, it's, it's, it's the Disney thing that everybody agrees on. And then, and I'm using his vernacular here. I'm using his timeline. I'm not saying it's accurate. I'm just saying it was an interesting tra transition. Cause then he says, then you get purple pill. Okay. Where you start learning some of the truths. You start figuring some of the things out when it comes to women, but you still are kind of hanging on to that blue pill fantasy. But then you get red pill, okay? Where, oh, now you understand. Now you understand the nature and you understand what you need to do. And from there, it forks off two ways. Well, you can stay red pill, but most guys either fork off and go black pilled where they lose all hope and get nihilistic and, you know, angry, sour grape shit, you know, oh, I would just walk on by. You know, that bullshit that you see all over the place, the the, the so-called MGTOWs. And then you, or you can get white-pilled or God-pilled, which in his estimation was the blue pill all over again, only with religion. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's not wrong. You're going back to that fantasy again because you're, you're leaning on Jesus now. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. Real quick. Hey, me too. Oh, wow. Already throw throw your then. yeah throw your 10 second commercial up that we'll never make it back from yeah exactly stop fucking thinking that you need your woman to like align with you completely because you know who's gonna you know who's gonna align with you completely a man a, a man with Asperger's you're not wrong Daniel Marty you're not wrong either I am a cheap drunk okay I am a cheap drunk but I'm not an easy drunk you're going to have to, you know, get me drunk a lot before I'm going to give you a reach around. There he is. There we go. There we go. So, what else was new this week? <clears throat> oh, excuse me. There is that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, tonight, I, it's been a minute since I've seen the original, but it was on uh, my streaming service that I subscribed to, but... Uh, John Wick was on. The original John Wick. You know, the first one with the dog in the car. And yeah, I haven't watched that in fuck a couple of years. And so I had to sit back and be like, oh wait, John Wick's on? Yeah, let's watch this. I haven't seen this in a minute. Because I really like number two, where he deals with the, uh, basically the mafia. You know, it's Italy and all that shit. He goes over to Rome and all that. I don't know. I liked that one the best, I think, out of all the ones I've seen. Because what are we on now? Like three, four something like that or i believe yeah like the fourth one just came out not too long ago if i recall right i don't know uh, all i know is that the second one where it's the the chick slits her wrists in the tub type of thing and her bodyguard let it, you know she, he fucking failed her and goes after him type of thing and they fight down the fucking stairs type of shit that's some good shit there i mean which one did i see i saw the first one right that's the I dog in the car the, and i saw the one where I think I saw the third one. That's the one yeah. where he's dealing with the the underground guys as well as the table, if I recall right. I don't know. Is one of you you autists in the chat ought to know more about John Wick than I do. So <laughs> they probably do. I do know like there's a new uh, show on Amazon or something, or mm. it's been a while. Reacher. There was some guy who tweeted that, like, what? I, oh, what yeah, that it's the picture that I was fucking blocking guys over. Yeah, he, you know, some fucking dipshit decides to say, you know, I, I was at home and we were watching the show and this fucking came on and 
My wife all of a sudden starts getting wet in the panties and she gets the look on her face and he got all fucking insecure, basically. And that that's in and, and that's making the rounds where I'm like, you know, oh guys, you gotta be like this guy. You don't want some TV fucking actor. And I'm sitting there and I said it tonight that I was like, look, if you can get her, assuming girlfriend, wife, whatever it is, my fucking plate, I don't give a shit. If you can take her, you can have her. Take her. Please. One, I'll go get another one. Two, she wasn't really much worth keeping around if it's that easy for her to fucking disappear, okay? You, you know, instead of, a, I, I gotta build myself up and be jacked to keep her from fucking wandering off. No, if you want to get jacked, you do it because that's what you want to do for your own health reasons. You don't do it to keep women around. You do it for you, okay? And if women want to go, let them. Let them go. For real. There's always I mean, another one. What was that? That was um was a tweet I did. Guys come to the red pill wanting to fix others, leaving they realize they needed to fix, fix themselves. themselves. Yep. Yeah, they needed to fix themselves. Where Dead. like you don't get jacked. So the girl okay, so like the main reason would have been like, oh, for the girls and blah blah blah. But then you kind of figure out now. I do it for myself to feel better. Right. Like to be in better shape. Girls be become the bonus. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to get that. Oh, but I worked out. Where are my girlfriends? And, and like, that's yeah. covert contract shit. Or you that's get to covert. be you get to be the dipshit who decides to be the smart ass and gets blocked. And then you go on a five minute rant during to me and my fucking parasocials. And I end up making videos about you, you know, with your own words. That's the best part. Or you turn into a caricature of Andrew Tate. God. Just saying. Uh, that's what Pook said, right? I can't remember, Daniel. I narrated the whole thing, but... Yeah, you, you'd think you'd know since you narrated it and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, if you want to get access to that, uh, join button. Click free audiobook. <laughs> Support channel. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It's your boy. Yep. Dan <laughs> Daniel loves that one almost as much as I do, I think. Like I said, to me, that one's never going away. Ryan's got his trophies. He's got his fucking headhunted scalps. I've got mine, dude. I'm, I'm starting to make a collection just like him. So it's like, hell yeah, this is good. I, I know I now understand why Ryan does it, man. I get a kick out of it every time I play it. Yeah, though I have a bit of a problem maybe being like online that I've become indifferent to it. Very indifferent. It's indifferent like, to what? Stupidity. Where it's like, yeah, of course the guy is going to be like that. Where it's like, oh, my girl watched somebody with a hot physique. Now I need to go to the gym where it's like, well, at least you got motivated. Sure. Girl bakes a cake, wears a tight top. It's like, yeah, girls have boobs. Oh, she's doing it to show off. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yes, her. she oh. is. Yes, she is. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. I mean, when she was being a vicious C word, it was kind of like, yeah, okay. No, that it's just. Nope. A kawanta ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. Kawanta ha ha. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's Aaron's. Yeah. Kawanta ha ha. Yeah. And like the the it's your boy guys like yeah he needs to learn well that's that's the whole point he thought he was being attacked when in reality it was a whole bunch of guys going bro slow down man don't be that guy and what did he do he double downed on it and it's like oh you can't fix stupid but you can sure make fun of them <laughs> Dude, I, I get a kick out of that kind of shit. I'm a sadist that way, man. Watching people fucking squirm, that shit's fucking awesome to me, you know? That's why, you know, fuck them. Yeah, no, that that's all you can do in, in actuality. That's all you can do in actuality. I've been, uh, I've been working on, well, not working on per se, but I found some like, do you know um, what, what's that program called again? Alt.cad? Alt.cad? I have no idea. Oh, so I found a website where you can like, um, you have a library of all the Lego bricks ever built. Oh, really? In all the colors. Yeah. Now I can, yeah, now I can just build online because of like that medieval scenery gave me a couple of ideas. Mm, okay. And I, was, and was, I was working with Watson on it and I kind of figured out like, hey, wait a minute. Because what I see a lot of, even when you go to those fairs, is that even when guys build additional objects with it, it never really fits. There's always something that's off. Mm. And it was when I was working with Watson on that thing, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. It's the color that's off. Like the building's pretty cool, but it's the color that's off. Where they use 
different variations of maybe the same color, but it doesn't match mm. because it's not exactly the same. They're using a completely different color palette. Right. Even like when you do a base plate and it's a different color, mm. you start to notice where it's like, it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. So lesson learned when doing mocks, I can't remember what the acronym was for, is when you start building additional buildings to a main build, keep the same color palette. Mm. Keep the same color palette. You mostly use the same bricks involved. And then you get something that actually matches. It's like some of the builds are like really, really impressive. But most of them just don't fit. Mm. It's kind of ugly. It's almost like with clothing and guys. Or, you, you know, see, you, I, I, you try to repaint a spot on your car and you match the color, but it's not quite the original. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, you see, see the off spot. Self-development. Yeah, there it is. I brought it back to self-development where it's like, it just doesn't match. Like it's cool and all, but it doesn't match. And yeah, you don't it's have cold again. You have a thorn in your eye. Yeah. It's a thorn. It's completely off. Something else happened on Twitter. Did something else happen on Twitter besides the cake I thing? I don't know, guys. Did something else happen on Twitter? Because I haven't... Oh, yeah. The the the, the list got uh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh my god, there were some horrible memes that, like, I will go to hell if I laugh at this. There were, like, horrible memes about that, but... Oh, you're talking about the Epstein list or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. Dude, well, all it confirms to me, and I don't even know who's on it, because honestly, I don't care. I can't change any of it, I can't do anything about it. And if anything, all it's probably gonna do is, you know, people start rattling off names, and I'd be like, yeah, I can see it. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, no, man, this this is the the dirty secret that everybody knows about, but nobody talks about type of thing. It's like, yeah, you're going to find out almost all of Hollywood's in there. You know, and not only Hollywood, but probably three quarters of the politicians are in there. It's like, well, yeah, they're all crooked as a barrel of snakes. What do you that's expect? Also my, that's also my problem with TradConf. Like, stop putting in your hope for a better life in somebody else. Right. Stop you got to do it. Politics. You got to do it to yourself. You got to make your own life. Politicians have had I don't know how many years to clean shit off the wall, and they still haven't. And you still think some political movement is going to save you? Nobody's going to fucking save you, but your fucking self. Right. That's who you need to rely on yourself. Yep. Carve out your own life, as Ryan would say. You accept yeah. it for how it is. Doesn't mean you have to like it, but you accept it. And then it's that what Nuke would say, what's your plan? You know, and the plan is you. It's not, well, me and my bros. Nah, dude, th th we're not a brotherhood, you know, because then you're going to have an agenda that I guarantee you doesn't match my agenda. And then we're going to be at odds because, dude, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it because that's what I want to do, whatever that is. So you have to save yourself. You have to do it for you, just like weightlifting. Yeah, maybe you first get into it because you want to be Chad and be jacked. And then you find out you get swole and you look great, except the women aren't interested, but a bunch of dudes are. You know why I started out is that I just couldn't look at myself and have a feeling of worth. Right. Like, I, I never liked how I look. I never liked okay. how I look. It was always like a bit of that skinny fat. Yeah, I, I get just, it. I just never liked it. Hey, I, you know what? But you did it because you didn't like how you looked. Yeah. It wasn't to get the chicks. It wasn't to be alpha Chad. It was, I don't like the way I look, so I'm going to do something about it. That, to me, is the only reason to do it. And there was also like I was dating a girl at that time. And I mean, she was, for me... For me, I'm not going to sit here, oh, she's hot, like, in general. No, for me, she was hot. And I couldn't help but think, like, this doesn't match. Now, now I know it doesn't really matter. Maybe, maybe I had body dysmorphia, I don't But I just looked at it and it's like, this just doesn't match. Like, there's, there's improvement to be made. Like, a, a low self-esteem, it did fix a lot. That was one of the reasons I got into it, where it's like, nah, I just didn't like how I look. Right. And when you did have a girl, you always felt that, like you could be better. Maybe maybe that was a bit tradcon-ish, but it's like, even though it's stupid because, well, you got her looking like this, so why would it matter? Not gonna lie, mentally, it does improve a lot when you fix your fucking diet. Oh, hey, I, I'm not gonna argue that. There's plenty of things that I know that I could do for myself to improve myself better. Some of them I do because I want to. Some of them, fuck it. And uh, we need to get to your super chats because one of them is kind of asking about that, about my take on it. Oh, 
Sorry about that. Non-stop Drake for the two bucks. Thank you very much, Dre. I really appreciate it. But hope is the ultimate cope and ram for a reason. It's true. Yeah, pretty much. You you can't have... I mean, you can have a positive out, but hope in someone else will get you nowhere. Exactly. My father always used to say, if you're waiting for somebody else, you will always be late. Yep. Or as I would like to say, you put want, wish or want in one hand and shit in the other. See which one fills up faster. <laughs> pretty much. And we got Phil for four ninety nine. Oh, I can answer you this one. And Rob will, of course, as well. Thank you, Phil, for the $4.99. I like how Rob's brand is, yeah, I don't give a shit about everything. Not necessarily. Close. I, I wonder how to apply yeah, yeah, I wonder when how girls to apply ask the... about politics or what you're passionate about. You want to take your... Yeah, you? by all means, answer away. Yeah, I, I mean, your answer can fill the last part of the show, so... <laughs> I'll be which brief. is good. Which is good. It's like I said. It's like I, I won't be TJ brief, but I'll be brief. Oh, no, please don't. Like, take it. Take, take the stage, my friend. But I want to hear your take. Go for it's it. It's like when they ask you about politics, it's like you can you can go one of two ways. You either go like, ah, you know what? I'm not really interested in that. Or you just say, I am for the party that lets me be me. And you leave it in the middle. It's like, nah. And for the party that lets me be me, because like you can go both ways with that, because like the liberals are like, oh, for freedom for all and blah, blah, blah. And like the right is more like, no, personal freedom. So which one is it? And who cares? And like, what are you passionate about? Underwater basket. Mm. It's an old one, but it works. No, what, what's it? It's an old code, but it still checks out. Still. Right. It's an older code, <laughs> sir, but it still checks out. Yep. Plastic building blocks and shiny garbage. Right. Got me a long way. Okay. Mm -hmm. How would you? How to apply it when girls ask you about politics or what you're passionate about. Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, who I am and how I am. So to answer the politic things, there's a, there's a two-part answer here. First part is, for me personally, I'm apolitical. Or as Jack would say, I'm for whoever lets me, you know, leaves me the fuck alone, okay? But there's a second part, and maybe it's the women I attract. Maybe it's the women I go for. They tend to be apolitical as well. That we don't tend to get into politics, and so they never ask me about politics. They don't need to, because if on the rare occasion, which has maybe happened, oh, I don't know, three times in the last decade, that they brought up politics, you know, what do you, I just tell them I'm apolitical, you know, the, the whole system, both sides is corrupt. And so I don't engage in either side. And then I just move right along, move it on to something else. Now, the passionate about, I don't need to tell them. It's more how I say it than what I say, you know? Whether it be little Lego guys like the Jax guy there, or it be music, or it be a book or a movie or something. It's more, I just, I get animated and it it's how I say it that they're like, oh shit. Because they get turned on by it, for lack of better words. Is that a goat? Yeah, there's a story behind the Lego goat, by oh, the way. Oh, boy. If it would... Do we need Mish here? If it would focus. Uh, continue. I'll tell you the, the story about the Lego goat later. Okay. Well, it's just... Uh, the thing is, guys, going back to kind of the, the weightlifting and all of that stuff, when you are interested in stuff, whatever it is, I don't care. You you pick for you. You decide what you're interested in. When you're interested in ideally more than just one thing, okay? If you have an obsession about one thing, it might be difficult to talk about it, especially with women. If you're into mathematics or something where, you know, you're going to put her to sleep and she doesn't understand it. So, it's better to have a bunch of things that you're into, even if it's just kind of a casual interest. I have a casual interest in a lot of things, but there's a handful of things that I'm very interested in. When you're interesting, women get interested. And I, yeah, it sounds like a trope, but it, there's truth in it, okay? 
Well, I got into fire breathing and fire eating and all things fire because, yeah, it's fucking dangerous, man. You know, I could end up in the burn unit. I could end up in the morgue in, in the blink of an eye. Doesn't scare me away from it. I get a kick out of it. I like it. It's fun. It's interesting. I don't do it to get chicks. I do it because I like doing it. But when women see it, they're like, holy shit. Yeah, it terrifies them a little bit too because it's fire, okay? That it's like, oh my God, you're setting yourself on fire, yeah? And half the time they're like, something ain't right about you. And I always just kind of smile at them and smirk and go, I never said I was right in the head, okay? But they want to hang around and hear stories. How did you get into that? And what, you know, where did you learn? All this other kind of stuff. And I can tell them all about it. And it's my enthusiasm about it. And I keep it simple. I don't get into all these, you know, technical specs that guys would be interested in. You know, like what kind of fuel are you using? And how far away are you holding the flame from your face when you do this? And how how long are you touching your arm for that? And, you know, all the technical specs. Girls don't give a shit about that stuff. They just want to know, does it hurt? Well, yeah, it kind of does. You're setting yourself on fire. Yeah, it, it stings. Yes, there's a little bit of pain involved, okay? But you do it enough times, you're, you get desensitized to it, just like getting a tattoo, okay? When they first put that needle on your skin, boy, it'll wake you up in the morning. But they go over it a few passes, and after a minute, fuck, it doesn't hurt anymore. You're kind of numb. It's kind of the same thing. So be interesting, you know? You, you want to lift weights and all that? Great. And if a woman's like, oh my God, you know, you look great. You're like, thanks. You want to rub your hand on my fucking abs? You don't get into, well, I lift five by five and I squat this. That's that's shit you say to your guys. You don't say that to women. Oh shit, it's Glenn Lawrence. Glenn Lawrence for the $2. Thank you very much, Glenn. Smile, Jack. Good seeing you, What Glenn. else can we do? Yeah, good to see you. Glenn, Glenn's a good one. But, you know, else? bucket on hey, heads said it too. Woman, women just want to eat the pizza. They don't give a fuck how it's made. It's true. Yeah, it's like have interest. Like, I miss drumming. I've been looking at, and I know my, my old self would kill me, but I've been looking at electronic drum kit. Dude, hey, I, you know what? I, I'm personally, I'm all for it because one... They're smaller. You would have, you know, you're, they're not taking up as much space. Plus the fact that, you know, you hook them to an amplifier or a PA system or something like that. And you can control the volume so you're not waking up the neighborhood or waking up whomever's around you. So mm -hmm. you can do that with them. And shit, you can program them to make all kinds of crazy sounds, not just traditional drum sounds. You know, mm -hmm. you can do all kinds of shit with them. So personally... I don't have a problem with electronic drums. I think they're actually kind of cool. They're uh, they come in handy when you live like in a small we call space. that a two, yeah small place. We call that a two under one roof. It's not even small. It uh, like I said when I have my old drum kit, acoustic. It's like yeah, people are gonna hear that. Eighteen right. inch crashes, right. fifteen inch hi hat. Like oof, I still have the snare drum. I am never probably never gonna sell those because yeah. right now those are out of production ah, and i i have a 14 by 8 inch deep wooden snare see now you you're know, talking I'll... now you're talking guy specs a girl would start glazing her eyes over about right now dude i have had i've been on dates or in conversations with girls where they asked me about drumming and i just went into specs and they just lit up i'm like huh but, like, but like, no, did they light up when you started about. playing? Right. You no, got not excited. even when I started playing. Right. She's like, but, I just but, love how yeah. enthusiastic you get. And that's it. Right there. The fact that you got enthusiastic is what turned them on. Okay. Just don't overdo it and go down the deep rabbit hole that we like to do as guys. And and the, the, that enthusiasm will fade and it will fade pretty quick as I've learned. It's just like I can talk about guitars. I can show them my guitar. Showing them my guitar and then actually playing something on the guitar does way more wonders than talking about my guitar. Other than, yeah, I play guitar. You know, I've had this guitar since I was fucking 15 years old. You know, it's sentimental as hell to me. It's not the best guitar in the world. Hell, there's other brands that I could say are way fucking better. But one, I don't have the money. And two, I like this guitar. You know, I like the look of it. I like the sound of it. 
So, and I can hook it up to pretty much any amplifier and get the same sound out of it. Mm -hmm. So, Watson could have a field day with that. Like the, sorry, the guitars he works with and how many times a day he works with them and the difference kinds of woods and fretboard and uh oh yeah i can get into body. all of that too i can fucking get into that all the different types of pickups single coil double coil humbuckers i mean fuck you name it you know do you have a tremolo bar do you not is it a fixed bridge is it a floating bridge you know there's so many goddamn things mm. good to see you go dark night dev member for seven months thank you very much for the support he, he's reaching here on your channel to be the guy who stuck around and didn't go out for a pack of smokes, too. <laughs> he's already done it on my channel. He stayed for a full-term pregnancy. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Rob, where did you learn the fire breathing? How long did it take and how much did it cost? By the way, girls are nerds, too. Oh, you'd oh, be absolutely. surprised. Oh, yeah, they are. Where did I learn it? I learned it from the carny people that I run around with. Okay. There's a guy who him and his wife actually have a couple of businesses and one of those businesses is all about everything pyro it's everything fire related between cannons that shoot up into the air like you see at concerts and raves and whatnot because he does that shit too okay he's the one that taught me fire breathing because i saw him doing it and i'm like fuck dude i want a little i want to do that and so he walked me through it and what did it cost it cost me absolutely nothing other than the cost of the fuel that he recommended because there's certain types of fuel you do not want to use because one, it'll probably kill you if you swallow it, okay? And there's times, and I've swallowed some, the fuel I've used, yeah, worst case scenario, it'll give you the shits. You'll, you'll have diarrhea later on, but it's not going to kill you. Some of the fuels out there not only can kill you, but they'll do things like uh, strip the enamel off your teeth, and when you've got a mouthful of fuel, you kind of don't want your fucking teeth getting rotted out, kind of like meth, but this is a different type of fuel, okay? So like using kerosene or gasoline or white gas, not a good idea. You can use those for other parts of your anatomy, like doing like fleshing is what they call it, where you light yourself on fire. Yeah, you can use white gas for that. You can use kerosene for that. But for fire breathing, you want, you want a paraffin wax, basically, is what it is. One, it's tasteless, okay? It doesn't have a fuel flavor like gasoline or like kerosene or white gas does. Two, if you swallow some of it, it's not going to kill you, okay? Like I said, you'll get the shits, but that's about it. And it's not going to like strip the enamel off your teeth or do anything crazy like that. And it has a very uh, paraffin, paraffin liquid. It's a liquid. It has a, and I'm trying to remember the technical term. It's a, I think it's a high flash point is what it's called, which means in order for it to ignite, it has to be atomized, which means you're literally breathing it out. You're spitting it and it's in very small molecules. So it's a very fine mist when you do it. But if you poured it on the ground or on you and lit it, it won't light. It will not ignite when it's in its full liquid state. It almost has to become gaseous just because of you. And so it's pretty safe to use as far as if you spill it. It's not going to catch fire if you drop a tool into it that's hot or it's on fire. It won't ignite, which is great because, hey, shit happens, man. I've knocked over shit and white gas and kerosene and all that, man. Yeah, if that's anywhere near a heat source, it's going up. It's lighting, okay? But this uh the 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 paraffin uh the paraffin the fuel that's for that it doesn't light up so it's pretty safe to use all things considered but it didn't cost me anything but it took me hmm, from the time he showed me and then started walking me through it from the from the very beginning when i first said hey i want to learn and he said okay it probably took a uh, six weeks before I was actually breathing it, you know, under his supervision and making sure because there's always a chance something can go wrong. And same with the the fleshing and the, the fire eating, okay? It, it was about maybe six weeks. Some of it was a lot faster, like fire eating. I, I learned how to do that in like two weeks. And that cost me like 50 bucks, you know, from a professional fire eater. They had a couple of classes we spent two, three hours for about a week, you know, going over the safety and, you know, here's the bad things that can happen and here's the effects of what these things can do to your body over time. 
all that kind of stuff so that you you were informed and the fact is every one of them said more or less the same thing which is you'll never master fire at most you can manage it because fire has its own mind so you have to you do it outdoors you don't do it indoors you know or if you do it indoors they'd better have a pretty big ceiling and have fail safes in case shit goes wrong so that you don't kill a bunch of people or burn the building down but mostly you do it outdoors. You don't ever do it alone because that's usually when people get fucked up or die because it may be someone else who's acting as a safety that will put you out if you do catch fire. Uh, try not to panic if you do catch fire. It's easier said than done, but I've, dude, I've set myself on fire where it was unintentional. You know, fucking around with different things like a, a fire sword or a fire whip. And all of a sudden someone's going, Rob, right leg. Oh, Shit, my leg's on fire. Smack it out. You know, don't lose your cool. And if it, you know, if it gets bigger than that, that's usually when they're throwing wet towels on you and throwing you on the ground to put you out. Things like that. It's It can be managed, but you'll never master it. And the minute you think you can, that's usually when you're going to get in a burn unit. The minute when you think you've got it down is the minute you will get burned. Yeah, you will. Yeah, it's almost like a metaphor. Mm. Unrealized thoughts for five bucks. Women love magic. Uh, ask mystery. Girl I was dating before, I gave her a gift and was about to tell details. Price where I got it. And she didn't want to hear did. it. No. It's like, nope. you don't tell the price. You don't tell the price. Well, it's like, it's, I rem go ahead. Go ahead. I, I remember like uh, the former main play. She had a Nintendo GameCube, but she didn't have Super Smash Brothers or um, what was it? Wind Waker. Wind Waker. And I uh, I bought that for her and she was just out of this world. She was just out of this world. And like, I don't tell the price for where did she get that or whatever. The only the only thing she she asked me is like, oh, why? I'm like, you have a GameCube. You don't have those games. Like, no, I had to give you something. That was it. That was it. And you can get old school videos oh, yeah. online and you can find them. find them for a decent price. Like, you you don't want those new or whatever because then you're going to like have to sell your limbs for it. But don't don't tell the price because then it's kind of like, oh, look at me, how much I spend on you. And then you get back to the whole where Rob and I talked about this before, where it's like buying somebody. You want to give a gift because you want to give it. Right. Not because what you can get in return. Or, or to try to flex, you know, how much you spent. Yeah. This, this they is don't why want on birth know. They don't want This is know. why on birthdays, I always go like, what do you want? And then you will get that. Yep. No, we don't talk about the price. What do you want? Yep. Done. I don't do that for everybody, by the way. But there's a select few people where it's like, what do you want? Done. You ought to see the Bugatti that's in my driveway that Jack bought me. Thanks, exactly. <laughs> but I am poor. Yes, remember? he is. He's poor. I am. I am flat broke. He he this didn't actually old. buy it. He just rented me one, and yeah. But I I got to this, fill what Andrew Tate fills apparently. This is all the interior of a very large cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> cardboard box with a fucking squat rack. I love it. Yeah, nonstop drain member for twenty nine months. Oh shit! Look at he's that back. guy. Wow. Yeah, he's been around for the kid to almost go to school now. Oh shit! Yeah. Can I get the applause button? Absolutely. Seven months, rookie numbers. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you very much, Trey. Everybody knows Avatar: The Last M. Sorry, everybody knows the Avatar The Last Airbender inspired Rob. He wants to cosplay as Uncle Iroh, the cool but wise firebender. <laughs> Not wrong there. You know, it wasn't until just recently that I even understood who the fuck Uncle Iroh is. And it was you and Nuke going off about him and a few other guys all agreeing going, you know, the best part is, is he's just like him, but he doesn't even know who the hell it is. So I had to go and look him up and I'm like, oh, he, he kind of is me. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll own it. The Dragon of the West. Now stop drive for another two bucks. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you again, Trey. Rob is so Rob is so alpha that he burns the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it's Glenn a nice Lawrence, sentiment. Yeah, Glenn Lawrence for another five dollars. Thank you very much. Trey.
You didn't need to do that, but thank you. Give without wanting anything in return, or you are giving a gift attached with a covert contract. Yeah, a lot of parents Boom, boom. Giving a gift attached with a covert contract. No, you give to give, not for what you can get in return. Oh, you give it because that's what you wanted to do. And otherwise you're gonna get, like, I've told you about that before, like certain people, and I've seen it with friends, with their family members. It's like, we're gonna give you what we, we're gonna give you what we think you want. Which isn't a gift either. No. More like we want to feel good about giving something. Right. A lot of charity is like that. Yep. A lot of charity. Yep. And there's covert contracts in that one too. I once read a book about ultra. Does altruism truly exist? No. I, I think. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I at least as a knee-jerk response, I'm going to go no. Even if you know, because that's the argument that this is where you get into the term of selfishness. Okay, and everyone thinks that selfishness is bad. And I, I beg to differ and say, no, it's it's inherent. It's a feature, not a bug, if we want to use the lingo. Okay, and can you be altruistic and selfish at the same time? Absolutely. You give because it makes you feel good. Okay, there's your altruism. It's, hey, I did it because I wanted to and it made me feel good and I have no strings attached, no covert contracts. So in that sense, altruism, but you have to also look at it and say, okay, but who are you being altruistic to? Are you just handing out whatever it is to just random people on the street? Or are you doing it for people you know and care about? And I don't know. I, I've never met anyone personally that it just gives randomly to people in the street, you know? If they're just giving to give and be quote unquote altruistic, they're doing it with people they know and they care about. That's my take, which then goes back to, well, isn't that selfish? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you get the argument like everything is manipulative and that goes down a rabbit hole. And I once had a talk with a friend about that. Everything's manipulation, dude. Doesn't mean it's bad. It's just that we manipulate each other all the time to do things we want and Either you do it or you don't, you know? There's plenty of things I do for people all the time. Was I manipulated? Yeah. Because if they hadn't said anything, I would have thought, ah, status quo, we're fine. You know, not do a damn thing. You know, do do the, uh, the whole, an object at rest tends to stay at rest? Yeah. Oh, but then they manipulated me. And all of a sudden an object got into motion and tends to stay in motion type of thing. It's not mm. bad. It just is. And good to see you, by the way, Hawk. I know this. Good to see you. That's right. Red Hawk entered the chat. Well, let's wrap this one up. All righty. Everything Rob, Rob says .net. Guys, hit the like. Subscribe if you haven't. Comment down below your thoughts of the show. If you want to support the channel, click the join button and get access to my version of the Book of Book audiobook for free together with the Gendernomics audiobook bundle and the Q&A coffee casts. Also, New Year is upon us. If you are new to the gym and you need help, help me help you personalize training program, diet plan, private discord, form checks, and a monthly consultation. The last two super chats real quick. Nonstop Dre for 360 $2 actually. Five. Nonstop drive for the two bucks. Thank you very much. Do you think morality exists? I don't think it's manipulation. Morality is an operating system for yourself. Which lines do you cross? It's your code of conduct. Ones? Yeah. And which ones will you not? Yep. So it does exist. And it's not necessarily manipulation. It's no, just a code. Yeah. And you either people can adhere to your code or choose not to. Thanks, Gov. Old client of mine. He did well. Did great. Made great progress. And I asked Patillo for the ten dollars generous donation. Here's my altruistic donation. Thank you very much, Alex. And I don't. And I don't. If I want something, <laughs> we know. We know, Alex. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much for the super chats, Alex Patillo, Glenn Lawrence, Nonstop Dre, and Phil. Thank you very much. Nonstop Dre and Dark Knight Dev for the support. We'll see you guys next time and uh, probably Sunday on Post Zero. Do you need to save the whammon? We'll figure it out. Cheers. Take us out. Yeah.